Welcome back to Curious Comedy, a podcast made to inform and entertain, to enjoy and wreck your brain. Oh, and our name? I'm Tom. I'm Jala. And without further ado, let's get into it. So Tom, what do you have for us this week? Hey, hello everybody uh, and welcome and uh, thank you for joining us again today. Uh, this podcast we're going to talk about crime and the justice system. And we've already had an episode before where we talked about it a little bit. Um, whether it can be moral or ethical to commit certain crimes and why not. And um, we had a pretty interesting discussion about that, if I do so, say, uh, do say so myself. However, what we didn't really get into much was the justice system and the differences that come about because of it. And I thought it would be uh, interesting to talk about it. And uh, yeah, I would also love to hear what you think. If you will be the first person to actually leave a comment on one of our podcasts, that would be great. Uh, <laughs> so uh, starting off, uh, question for Jala. Uh, what do you think about our current legal system? Uh, is it upheld well? Do you have faith in the police, lawyers, judges? Uh, how do you feel about it? Fuck the police. Come straight from the underground. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so uh, no, that's that's a it's a light subject. So uh, mm. I mean, I can uh, talk uh, for hours about this. <laughs> no, yeah, what do I? Uh, Jokingly, but you you know you can. <laughs> yeah, but not really in this mind state. So uh, do you want do you want to share why your mind state might no. alter? <laughs> no, I do not. Um, so what's like uh, you mean in in Netherlands, right? Yeah, in yeah, Europe. yeah. yeah. Okay. Just, uh, just our legal system. We can explore others uh, later on. Great. Um, so, uh, yeah, I do think that... Um, yeah, I mean, I had, I, it's funny because I heard a story about uh, uh, prisoners from Germany and the UK mm -hmm. being transported to the Netherlands because they don't have enough space, uh, really. And, and so we do have space, which is kind of interesting because that means that we... we uh, either have a low crime rate or we don't we just really invest in, in, in just prisons right it's it's, <laughs> sure, it's either one I guess. yeah right so um, no so that is the first thing that comes to mind so no I, I think what we what we really try to do is make sure that we punish people uh, in a such a way that after you have been punished there is like for you an opportunity to go back and rehabilitate into society which I think is a cool thing um, and it's all right. It's it's like the balance, and I think that's always hard. Mm. So it's not that we do that perfect right now, but mm. the, the, the question really is: Can you do it perfectly? That you say, okay, you want to have the right balance between punishing somebody's or someone's to make sure that they don't do it in the near future again, uh, and yeah, also make sure that you don't punish him or her too strongly. You could say that um, yeah, you have paid such a price that you are guaranteed to do it again because uh, let's say if you do a minor crime and you are going to jail for like 20 years then you have something okay then when i come out of jail you have already the system has already ruined my life mm. so then let Might me well go big or go home all right uh, exactly mm. so um okay but okay putting that aside for now what do you what do you do you think it is upheld well so do you have faith in the system like yeah because of that i do yeah so you do think it, it's doing its job uh, effectively yeah, because of the of that balance, but it is like I said, it's a hard balance because mm. like we have chosen not to go to the like the last thing I just said because then you don't have like an incentive to to let's say better your life. Mm. But on the other hand, because we are some we are sometimes you could say it's too soft. Mm. Yeah, and so it's a difficult question, right? Do we do we upheld the system or uphold the system? Good, yeah, yes, we do, but. Um, sometimes you can also say uh, that you have like criminals that are just criminals for life because the the sentence or the the punishment isn't that strong and so the incentive to not be a criminal isn't that high and so you have a lot of people that think okay why should I work like 40 hours a week just to make sure that I can pay the bills mm. and never be like really rich and go on vacation and, and be a good person because what is good and right, and then say, okay, so let's just become a criminal because ultimately in the worst case that I get caught, I will sit a few years and, and there are statistics about it, right? If you really look at uh, going to try to rob people in their houses, um, yeah, you will make, before you get caught, ultimately around, you will make around 50 to 100,000. 
if you look at what the sentence for that is, it's the most maximum of three years. Mm. So there you go. Then that means being a criminal, even in the worst case, will lead to like <laughs> sort of a competitive salary to being a teacher or being like a let's say a valuable social position or job or whatever it is. And so, um, yeah. Right. I mean, if you look at countries, uh, even in France, but also in Brazil and, and so uh, and such, they decide to punish so much stronger. But then you go to the other side, mm. right, where you have like crowded prisons and then everyone is um, being there forever. And you get a whole community in there because if you sit, you will sit there for five to ten years. So that's what that's mm. like really hard. Right. So I, I believe what we do is great that we at least give the opportunity to people to make sure that they can go back into society but on the other hand I sometimes think that people also misuse it and if you want to be a criminal if I would let's say but maybe it's not that rational right so I don't want to downplay it but then you can say okay if you want to be a criminal in the world yeah you can best be a criminal here in the Netherlands because Mm. it's like this is not a recruitment uh, pot but uh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah right I mean unless no but uh, I, I hear what you're saying okay okay I get you um just talking in a general sense, um, what do you think about jail uh, or prison uh, in a sense? Do you think it's an effective method of punishing people? Or like, yeah. Uh, yeah, what, do you think it's a, it's a good thing to put people in, in jail or prison for like a, a crime they committed? Do you think it's effective? Mm, yeah, to the extent that I don't have a better alternative. I mean, mm. surely it's not perfect because you can say that when you as a criminal or if you yeah, it depends on what, how you define a criminal but let's say when you do criminal activity you're a criminal not only when you're caught right and when you are caught and put with other prisoners or criminals into a prison then you are surrounded by criminals so then you can also see a prison as a sort of a school for mm. criminals <laughs> yeah is that perfect no mm. do i have a better alternative not really mm. um so because to me sometimes it kind of feels like locking away the 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 people that don't fit into the to the to the category of what is expected and just put them in a room so that the rest of the people don't have to deal with it and I think it stemmed from a pretty primitive idea that it was just like okay, we have people that don't fit into society and are harmful to other people, so we just put them away right and you had like banishment. Uh, that came beyond uh, like prison for example right you're just not allowed to be here anymore um but like you said i think it also breeds an environment for people to become even more criminal and i think i mean in the netherlands i'm sure it's not as bad but there can be quite an quite a hostile environment inside uh inside prison and jail and also a breeding ground for criminal activity of course yeah like you said a school for uh, school for criminals yeah yeah. Do you have a better alternative? I mean, I do like the sound of banishment, but I mean, that is also just saying, hey, go be somebody else's problem. I mean, like sending somebody out into the jungle or the forest or the desert used to be possible. But now you're just sending them to another country if you banish them from your country. Um, Although there aren't that many communities living in the Sahara, but sure, I get what you mean. Mm. Um, uh, and I think for smaller crimes, of course, there's, I think there's like one judge that went viral for making, um, like the, the crime fit the, the punishment. So for example, somebody was littering and then they had to like volunteer for a week, picking up trash from the, from the roadside, uh, or, uh, somebody, uh, pooped on the street or whatever. And then they had to like clean streets for a week, things like that. Right. Uh, but it becomes a bit harder when it's like really major crimes, like, uh, burglary or assault or uh, or murder even and it's hard to dish out a, a appropriate punishment because you could say yeah um, the proper appropriate punishment for killing somebody should be execution right because it's like it fits the crime and uh, which is also a question that i had uh, that was supposed to be co- come later on but i mean since we're on here do you think that execution like the electric chair or a guillotine or whatever it might be is ever a fitting punishment ever a fitting punishment yeah uh, it's definitely a finishing punishment <laughs> but um, it was also a finishing punishment 
And so, yeah, uh, it's hard because like there are some cases where I do, I mean, I really do think that it's clear that somebody, someone doesn't really want to improve, right? So take, for example, terrorists, which would have planned a terrorist attack. And let's say they su succeeded. And they've killed like, I don't know, 200 people. Now, you put them into jail, you say it's really big crime, you create also social unrest, people feel unsafe, okay? So the whole package, you say, okay, you go to, to jail for a maximum amount, right? Mm -hmm. and then, for life. Yeah, which is like also a different story because, but that's more of a reference to the first question. Sometimes we say life, which is then, yeah. Even, 25 years <laughs> yeah so that is already debatable but mm -hmm. then even if you behave it will be become 10 or 15 yeah and then you are like okay you go mm -hmm. from life to 10 to 15 yeah mm. is then the system just a system upheld well yeah that is a discussion on its own mm. but back to the point yeah so you could say that when when like for example uh such a case of the of the of, the, of a terrorist like that um what we also do is like make sure that you get like some sort of psych psychological help right you do an assessment okay uh -huh. how weird are you and then give you the uh, right medication and help to make sure that you mm -hmm. uh, that your thoughts are becoming more normal but yeah you also have people that let's say for, for example terrorists uh, will say yeah but that is um, that is some sort of indoctrination they're trying to brainwash me mm -hmm. so from that perspective, you don't want to improve, right? And then you are using some sort of resources of a country um, which could have been used to other people. I mean, there are people that are not getting psychological help while an inmate is getting it while he doesn't want to improve, which, which is kind of weird because then you have to say, yeah, okay, in the ideal world, we have unlimited resources. That's great. But in a world where you don't have that, because mm -hmm. we're not living in an ideal world, unfortunately, then... You should make uh, or should sometimes maybe prioritize. And then uh, to answer your question, I do yeah, think to prioritize. Yeah, right. But then you could say that maybe in the case of the extremes or the extreme cases, but those are always the hardest one. But even if you can find a solution for it, you would also solve problems. So that would also be great. Right. But then uh, I th sometimes think that, yeah, uh, like because you were just asking if the death penalty is ever right. Doesn't really matter how you do how you do it. Yeah. It can be, in some cases, I do think, um, is a valid option. But on the other hand, what is complicated with it is that you then assume that you have all the information. Mm. And um, what, when is a crime defined as extreme, right? So, okay, a terrorist clearly mm. killing 200 people, I just said that in that case. Mm. Okay, but what if the terrorist has, has killed 100 people? Okay, what, what, if about, what about 50, 20, 10? Mm. Five, right? You need to mm. put a threshold somewhere, and mm. that is what I mean. Okay, you kill everyone. Okay, yeah, okay, but then okay, if you are beating someone up and he's becoming almost a vegetable, you didn't kill him, mm. but you ruined his life. Okay, if you if ruining the life becomes a threshold, right? So it's like mm. a really slippery slope. Where yeah, do you? Sure. And, and that is for me, I think, the hardest part. And therefore, I think we sometimes decided that's. It is so complicated that you can rather say, okay, we never have all the information, therefore we will never do this and because then we can never make a mistakes, right? Uh, and so we will some, then we pay the price of sometimes giving someone a lot of resources, which they, within quotations, don't really deserve in the sense of that they don't want to improve. And so it's a, it's a waste. Yeah, no, I, I, I hear what you're saying. And like um, in the in the wise words of Jacob, uh, if she don't want to be saved, don't save her. Um, right? If you put all your energy and resources into somebody to to try and rehabilitate them and to to make them a fit into society, but they just refuse um, every kind of treatment method that we have available. At some point, you have to stop feeding energy into that um, and resources. So. I understand where you're coming from, um, and I think yeah, if you if you take somebody's life with intent, then I'm I'm quite 
a lot less sympathetic to you and your um your ability to to like i mean i think every life is sacred and you shouldn't you shouldn't just take a life randomly but uh because you have undergone that act of, t of taking somebody's life um i think that that being locked away forever almost makes sense because you're not allowed to live a full happy wholesome life um when you robbed somebody else of that on the other hand i think yeah if we want to look at this from like a less of an emotional perspective which is like trying to get justice for the family and the people that he hurt and and making sure that he gets what he deserves um on the other hand you want to create a better world right you want to you want to be able to move forward from that and to make sure it never happens again and then i'm not sure that putting somebody away forever is going to change that and i think putting someone into a to, to an electric chair for example isn't going to make it any better either um because then then the family of the of the of the person that committed the murder would carry that suffering for example right uh, just to give an idea or the friends or whoever he's connected somehow yeah okay she. but that is also the case if, if if you put them away for life no sure but i think yeah there's still purpose and meaning to be found in life even if you are a prisoner i think yeah it's interesting that you say that because <laughs> like you could also reason the other way around which is that you say you don't want to put any someone in an electric chair because that means that they don't are they they are not really punished yeah i've i've heard people i, I, right? I know the argument i get it and and, and that is also true hmm because you you are not really suffering you you are, you are that you're not aware you're not conscious mm. so maybe for the people robbing you of your life maybe for them it's hard right that's also why the electric chair really is a is a means to do it because yeah, then people somebody still have to, has to flip that switch yeah somebody okay but it is yeah but it, i mean mm. research has showed that it is definitely a big difference between uh switching uh putting on a button let's say and mm. and, and, and and putting the trigger Oh, no, that is a difference. Sure. It's no. a big difference. Yeah, I, 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 so I, I just sure. want to say, like, but I, I follow your reasoning. But the, the thing is that you, like, we, we all, we most of the time reason the other way around. We say, okay, you cannot, you have to be put in jail because then you pay a price for the for the deeds that you did. Yeah, I get it, but some somehow it's it it doesn't really click for me completely because I'm I I feel. Yeah, I understand. You put somebody into an electric chair, they're, they're gone, that's it. They they uh, escape having to live life with the consequence of their action, uh, in a certain sense. Um, but they are also robbed of any potential to ever make it right. So their last moments are agony, in some sense, unless they are completely delusional and think they've done the right thing, right? Um, you, you can't peer into somebody's mind. Uh, but... I don't know to to lock somebody away for for all eternity also seems like such an incredibly inhumane thing to do and it's it's weird to me that we do the most inhumane things to the to the people that have like lost their humanity <laughs> in a sense right do you like everything that you makes humanity beautiful I, w I would say at least it's like kindness empathy wanting to do good um, uh, trying to create a better world uh, love friendship um, somebody has to be pretty avoid of those things to be able to commit murder right uh, yeah it depends it depends you uh, so many cases where that is not where like like say they fulfill 80 percent of the things you describe as valuable in life and still do it so it's not that you need to be detached from all those values to be able to murder mm. i mean if you're a psychopath sure yeah, uh, yeah, okay, because then you're lacking empathy. Yeah, sure, but can also, I mean, that is one, let's say, one camp. You can also say one is truly aware of the consequences, mm. it's not delusional, um, is also em empathic, empathetic, but to, let's say, the opposite group. So, okay, let, let's say there are a lot of, if you look at history, political murders. Mm -hmm. There are people that have committed those murders which are not, let's say, delusional or don't have, like, a psychopath because they lack empathy. They are just, they did it because they they were of the opinion that, uh, let's say, the political leader w was, like, hurting a group so badly that 
it would be better to let the man and those family then suffer by mm -hmm. killing him and then the consequences of their leadership. And they were not wrong. Mm -hmm. They were not wrong. We cannot say that. There are a lot of... I mean, okay, let's say, let's take the second... Uh, let's say uh, you were living in, uh, in Germany in 1935 uh, and you know that, uh, I mean, the Holocaust... The, the, let's say, one mass killings of the Jews, right? And you, you decided to, uh, to kill uh, Hitler. Mm. Well, well, then, are you then... Uh, 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 do you lack empathy or are you delusional? You can't kill Hitler. That's a canon event. <laughs> no, I, I, I get what you're saying. Um, you're, not, you're not delusional um, in a certain sense, but I think you are devoid or lacking certain... certain human fundamental values if you or or you lose lose a part of your humanity when you murder someone or or yeah when it happens i think that's also why if you're in the army for example and you're like taught to shoot and you have to kill people um because you know of course they they, they can sell you a very pretty story and you may believe that you're doing it for the for the betterment of humankind and perhaps you really truly are you're still so severely mentally wounded from what you have to do like you you did the faces of the, like the stories you hear that this the faces uh remain with them for for like forever when yeah. they sleep so um, that's why we push the button exactly so i mean uh, that's why i think it, it it's really the people that commit those type uh, to, to do those most heinous acts are are have already lost or losing a big part of their humanity uh, and then what we do is we try to make, we give them really one of the most inhumane things possible, and that is to isolate them, which we know is like the worst thing you can do to a social animal. Yeah, true, but I, I don't, but I'm not sure if this is what you want the conversation to go to, but, but to, to, I mean, to take on that premise, it's, I don't agree with that statement. I don't think that we treat inmates in the most inhumane because your argument is mm. um if if the person person x has murdered somebody he has he's like to a, to a certain degree he's inhumane right that's mm. what you say and then by uh, putting them in prison you are being even more inhumane than the murderer which no, I, no, no no i don't i'm not saying that i'm not saying that but that's the implication of what no, no, you're no, saying no no not at all not at all but you said if you put them for life in isolation but that never happens i mean that's the whole thing that we there is no case you will find, especially in the Netherlands or in Europe, where you will find one case of a person put in jail forever in isolation. No, 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 but that, that's not what I mean completely. Okay, so two things. Uh, I'm not saying you're more inhumane than the person that is committing like the heinous acts. I'm just saying we are giving them a really inhumane punishment to, to people that have already lost part of their human uh, humanity. So I think it's making them worse. That is what I mean. I think it's making them less human. Um, and what I mean by isolate is that we isolate them from everything in society. We put them into jails, into cells um, with, I mean, there, sure, there's other people, right? Um, but it's still in a locked building with very limited uh, time outside um, and very little freedom. And I think fundamentally, like one of the core pure principles of the human is that you that you have freedom and that you are able to explore and to um yeah to to run around in the world uh, in some way and being stuck into that in that confined area i'm sure you can really um make the most out of it and some people do and they they can live there like 30 40 50 years and um have a semi-fulfilling life and not go crazy <laughs> let's say um but i do think fundamentally it's stripping them of of what makes uh, humans beautiful as well and um, because it's like yeah, it's forcing you to adapt to a horrible environment yeah okay but what are you trying to say with that like what is what is really your point that i don't know that that the i mean i'm happy that we're we have some type of rehabilitation um but i think it's it's not nearly as large a program as it as it should be. I think really realistically, fundamentally, you need to look at what goes wrong to that people commit those types of acts, and of course, uh, prevention is always better than uh, than um, punishment. But 
I don't think jail helps anyone. What is an alternative? Yeah, the best thing that I have right now at least is, is rehabilitation and to 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 like get incredibly good neuros uh, neuroscientists and and psychologists to to help those people. Yeah, but that is what happens in a jail. In Netherlands, it's not that you're put into jail for twenty three hours a day. Hmm. No, I know, but it's like. You're doing the, you are you can help clean uh, you can help cook you can help clean you mm. you build a routine you can read you can write you can mm. um, you you can pray you will get psychological and medical help. Mm. But I yeah what what I'm saying is I I I know that and I'm really happy that that exists but I don't think it's um, it's enough yet. I think that this especially the psychological help and stuff I think it's just like a bigger epidemic in general that people end up there in the first place and um, that's hard i don't know i'm also like thinking about not just the netherlands and more like the world in a broader scale right and i think the netherlands definitely are a good example of a direction forward but like you said we are also like the land to do crime in right um, yeah, but that is indeed what I don't get about your because if I take your story, I mean, if you if you would, mm. would extrapolate it to the rest of the world, I mean, then we have a different conversation because it's like a big difference between even in France and and in Brazil compared to the Netherlands. I mean, mm. that is just how it is. But if you are saying here in the Netherlands, I find it too strict, just to put it in one word. Mm. Yeah, but on the other hand, you are saying yeah, but we are too soft. Then I'm asking you, yeah, what do you want? Oh. Uh, what do I want? I want. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, do you I want, want no I would less like, strict or do you want it more strict? What do you want? I want there to be to be like less of an incentive for people to commit crime, <laughs> um, and I want there to be suitable help for people that really need it. That is what I want. Yeah, but I think that is that's not where the, any disagreement is. Mm. The, the the great question is how you achieve that. Yeah, and that I I I don't know. That's why I'm trying to have a conversation about it, right? No, okay, but I, okay, but it's, I, I thought you had an opinion about how you want to achieve it because that is, I mean, that is ultimate the goal. But I also want that, but I don't have a better alternative than than um, the system uh, how it is right now. And I do believe that. On the other hand, if I would take your argument, and that is what I find difficult about it, um, is that if you would treat. Okay, so you, whatever the crime is that you commit, that person mm. in particular, you would treat them better, that is what you say, it is more humane than the things they did. So you, so if you do on a scale 1 to 10 a crime which you would classify as 7, then your punishment is always 7 or below that. Mm -hmm. Then what you then get is exactly what, what you're also scared of, an incentive to, to commit crimes because you know before committing the crime that whatever the punishment is that you get mm -hmm. it's always lower than the crime that you committed and so the only way to give an incentive not to do that is make sure that your punishment is more than a crime that you commit and then you say yeah but that is inhumane so right so that's what i say like yeah you have mm -hmm. to make a decision I, I get what your objective is but whatever the ways that you, how you want to achieve it you have to Choose one of both. You have to say, okay, this is the philosophy I believe in or this it is. You cannot say, I want to have both things at the same time. Because it, it just, you can't. No, I, I get what you mean. I get what you mean. And I'm, I'm like struggling to try and figure it out and, and put it into words myself. Because it is uh, paradoxical what I'm, what I'm putting forward. Um, but I think the key lies somewhere in, in preventing... Yeah, preventing people to want to initiate the crime in the first place, right? Like, I mean, what you said, I think, at the beginning is uh, that the salary for breaking into a house once a year is, is equivalent to working full-time for a year um, for certain jobs, at least minimum wage. Yeah, right? and, and being a good criminal, right, in the sense yeah. of uh, doing things a little bit smart, yeah. Yeah, so um, in that case... Uh, it makes sense that some people might go the criminal route. Um, however, I think tackling some of the problems underlying in society in general would bring that crime rate down significantly already so that there's less people that need to be punished, which in turn makes it easier for you to, um, to help those people. Yeah. Um, 
because there's a lot less demand on the people that are actually helping and there's a lot less need for it. Uh, I had one question about that, which almost seems stupid now. If, is there crime in an ideal world? Um, I think there would be a little bit. <laughs> that why? I think some people really enjoy being criminal a little bit. Um, yeah. Like they, they just get, personality-wise, they really just get a kick out of doing a little bit wrong, right? And I think... And if you say an ideal world, that means ideal for everybody, right? Like everybody has their own perfect little slice um, because otherwise it's not ideal and an ideal world doesn't exist, but just as a thought experiment. And I think you would almost have like a guy that runs a grocery store that's like, oh, look at, there's Jerickson. He's going to steal a few strawberries and mangoes today, but ah, let him have it, right? Because who is it, what does it matter to me? I'm not going to... Uh, lose any sleep over it and he gets to have his little adrenaline rush right um, but yeah I don't, I don't know <laughs> I, don't, I really don't know it's like should should the, the J Jensen I don't know what I call him in this story like learn to get his adrenaline rush in a healthy way or is it normal that some people like to push the boundary of what isn't allowed a bit much a bit more is that is that fundamentally human it's a bit of a different discussion but <laughs> yeah it's but but i would uh, uh, at least it's an interesting thought experiment but i would say that it, it's again a trade-off in values right well, what do you indeed do you want to have the perfect slice for everyone but if you do so you are guaranteed not to uh, treat everyone equal and by definition that is if you want to say mm -hmm. in an ideal world there is some sort of uh that you treat people equally but by doing so, you automatically cannot give the ideal slice, how you said it. So No, but I mean, in that regard already, I think, I think you have to be really careful because you want to give everybody equal opportunity, but not equal uh, outcome. Yeah, but that is, that is exactly the point. That <laughs> if you treat people, let's say, fairly and equally, you give them same opportunities mm. but like you just said people differ in what what gives them right mm. so you give everyone the opportunity just to do let's say good but if then somebody gets a rush of stealing things then by doing so his benefit is the cost of somebody else so now what do you do do you allow that what you suggest mm. and then by definition you don't treat the other person equal because you give the the, the person who's stealing the, the the opportunity to get his adrenaline rush while the person who gets stealed from you give him stolen his stone from thanks you give him the, the let's say the, the cortisol rush right yeah, what, <laughs> yeah. I mean, so it's always so i mean and mm. i get you what you mean but it's like by definition you can only slice the cake not uh you you have to make sure that you say to, to keep it in the same metaphor same opportunity which just means you have a cake and you divide it by all the humans and just mm. everyone gets his... Yeah, or you say, okay, no, people differ in uh, how big of a slice they want. And so I divide the cake into the pieces that makes people satisfied. Right? Yeah, but it, yeah. as again, one of both... You can't yeah, can have your a, a cake and eat it too. Yeah, 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 I knew you were going to go for that. Uh, no, but I, I get you. It's like the idea that everybody has their own slice of pie and everybody gets an equal sized pie but at that point people start trading and eating pieces of their pie and trying to take it from others then you're in a bit more of a a, a bit of a pickle um, yeah right well, which is like the the strawberry example yeah, yeah yeah exactly exactly so um i get what you mean and then in an ideal world and i guess yeah the person that gets a rush from stealing gotta get a rush from something else but I think if you try and dial it back again to like normal society, even if you were able to give everyone semi-equal opportunities, there's always people that are going to just do better in certain things because IQ is just still a thing. And, and like um, uh, the, the family you're born from and the amount of wealth, I mean, there's always going to be like a difference in that. So the opportunity of people will just, uh, there will always be a difference in that. And, even if you say, okay, both babies uh, get like, you know, the same amount of money in the, the same neighborhood, the same chance, the same job, 
when they're 18, but one of them has like 20 IQ points more, it's going to make a huge fucking difference. And that is something that you cannot, even with every single social um, uh, social law or application that you get, you're not, you're not going to move past it. Yeah, true. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I, want, I want to react, but although I'm also thinking like, we'll go, but you can decide how far you want to take it. But also with that, I do do not think that um, we also sometimes, I, I mean, I get that there are differences and, and I'm, that IQ is, a, let's say, an important uh, factor that can influence your outcome. But I'm curious, I don't have the statistics right now, but I also think that we sometimes overvalue because I want I, I want just to know for, a, for, let's say, for a fact, like, okay, if you would look at the people who, uh, who commit suicide, Mm. What percentage of them has a higher than average IQ? I bet it is more. More people with a higher IQ commit suicide. Uh, so then, yes. Yeah, so right. So mm. then saying, yeah, but if you have twenty po- um, IQ points more, then you have more opportunity. Yeah, and also more opportunity to kill yourself. So right, mm. right. So ultimately, I believe that a, that a human human is in balance. And so, uh, fine if you have 20, 20 IQ points more. Sure, but it can also be that you have 20 social points less. Uh, no, not, not, not to talk in, common, uh, in Chinese uh, terms, but... <laughs> <laughs> no, but you get me, right? That you're just less uh, able to, to, be, to socialize or whatever no, it is. No, no, I, I get you. And, and you're right, you are balanced. But it, it's just to say that there's per- differences in personality and IQ that determine your percentage of success in life. And uh, no matter how hardworking or how how friendly or how charismatic the the janitor is uh, he will never make more than like the 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 lawyer right yeah but that that is really to what can you attribute that is that his intellectual is that his iq is that his social skills is that indeed let's say the community where he grew up or is it also his personal ambition that if you would ask the janitor i mean your i think your statement would be really true if you would ask the janitor uh are you happy with what you with the life mm. that you live? They say no. I had to, I wanted to be a lawyer, but didn't have the opportunity to do so. Then you're right. Mm. But what I think is, if you if you would ask like the janitor, how do you feel? He said, I'm satisfied. I'm, I mean, mm. I like well, what I'm no, doing. No, no, While the lawyer sure. would be, say, I'm not satisfied. I want more because I'm not earning enough. I don't have enough cases. I want to grow my business. I want to become a partner. Blah blah blah. So mm. there you see a difference, and mm. it is also not per se in the benefit of the human that is less satisfied because that ambition, that hunger will also lead to being less satisfied in life. And so we'll get you maybe further in, in terms of success that we define as society because that is money and, and st- status. Mm. But if you look at where we, where we started with, like the basic human needs, you can sometimes say, okay, being satisfied with yourself in a job that you have and a janitor being able to socialize and just... Mm. Getting the respect for what he does is even more valuable. I understand, but I'm not talking about um, life satisfaction and happiness. Because in that case, I believe you're completely 100% right. I think the janitor could definitely be happier than a lawyer by a long shot. And I think indeed, in the, in, for example, with lawyers, you often see that greed can overtake their life or that it's never enough, they always need more, etc., etc. However, um, I do think that... Uh, uh, if you're just talking about pure success, so fame, money, wealth, um, uh, and things of that nature, then uh, there is always going to be a disparity in the quality of that. I'm not saying that you cannot have a happy, fulfilling life. I'm just saying if you're st- strictly looking at those aspects, that there is an indistinguishable, indistinguishable disparity that is not uh, able to be, to be um, looked past. That's just what I wanted to point out. Mm. Um, But okay, let's leave that uh, for now. Um, Talking about jobs, actually, that's a good one. Um, Would you ever be able to hire someone that committed like a a heinous crime? Heinous? Heinous is just something really bad. Like like there's a really, you get a bad taste in your mouth. That's how bad it is. Yeah, okay. And what would would that be for you? Can you give an example? like pedophilia or murder or he, or uh, like he hit a run a uh, hit and run something like that something where you just know like they really did something wrong 
Ja, hogy... Oké, okay, ja... Uh, if I would ever hire them. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I do. Uh, you would? Yeah, but it defines really on the case, right? Uh, mm. If you would have murdered somebody, I, I mean, I don't want you to murder me on the job, which, mm. right? That you uh, that I have like a, a conversation with you, how your progress and the company is going, and that when uh, you get the comments that you don't like, you, you just shoot me in the head. I mean, <laughs> would would, <laughs> I mean, I would think twice about that. Um, so, um, it depends really on the case. Hmm. But I do think that people uh, deserve a second chance. But if you have committed the times the crime ten times, then it becomes a different case. So no, sure, right? So if you're if you once in your life did something really bad, uh, yeah, I'm willing to give you a second shot. Yeah, most definitely. You? Yeah, no, for sure. I think indeed uh, everybody deserves a second chance, uh, and uh, <laughs> it, it, I mean it also indeed depends on the case. But I would always. Um, I would, I think, always want to go into conversation with somebody and that has uh, um, undergone such a thing and talk about what they went through and how they managed to deal with it. And I would always be open to it. Uh, but I like, I know that, I mean, especially in America, if you have like a, a permanent record or criminal record, that um, you can really, uh, it can hurt your chances for a job like crazy. So like most people will not even look at your resume anymore. And which makes it really hard to reintegrate back into society. Yeah, but this is like the essence. Especially skilled, skilled labor. Yeah, but, and, but the thing is, this is this, this is what is really hard. But this is like, this is the conundrum, mm. right? Because if you would say, that is weird. Everyone should have like a second chance. And why only a second chance? Why not a f- fourth or a fifth? Yeah, then you get like, you don't have an incentive not to commit a crime. Because you mm. know, let's just try it. And if it doesn't work out for me... I can always get a normal job. So you want to give the incentive to... No, I mean, you start with a, with a clean slate. If you decide to, to, to mess that up, you will pay a price for it. And so that is the incentive to make sure that if you even have committed once a crime, it doesn't matter how big it is, that you say, no, no second opportunity for you. Just to, make, to, to give that incentive. So I can also understand that people are doing that. Just mm-hmm. to... And that is what is really hard. And I think ultimately you can... Because there is... For either side, you can for either side say something about it, which is like valid, I think. And so mm. the only solution is that you look at on an individual level how to proceed. Yeah. Oh, that's fair. Do you, do you still agree that a permanent record is a good thing? Yeah. Even for like smaller things? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because that is like, especially in like the conundrum thing that when you stop registering or you register it but then you delete it after a certain amount of time then you are withholding information and it is like the yeah yeah, yeah. and where you know i'm i know how big of a fan you are of gathering data exactly i mean it sounds like i'm coming from the chinese but i don't get paid yet so mm. when is it coming in the first check still working on it mm. oh. we are discussing the details yeah. which is send me the link yeah i can do that it's uh <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they are listening already, so yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Um, okay, I think I think that's uh, all I wanted to cover. Unless you have something else you would love to add. Uh, okay, if um, okay, yeah, I do. So okay, imagine you have a world, a society, and uh, let's say that there is like base. Let, let's let's say we have a Netherlands. Uh, okay, let's put it. Let, let, let let's make it the world. Doesn't really matter because. But fine, you have in Netherlands, you have basic universal income. You get three, uh, 3K a month. Mm. Now, that's not bad. <laughs> how, uh, how, would that, how would that influence the crime rate? So, what percentage would it increase, the percentage would it increase, decrease, and the, so, the, 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 the sort of crimes that have been committed, how would that be altered? So, I think definitely the, the crime rate would go down, at least initially. Um, I think drug abuse um, drinking abuse and things of that nature would go up especially at first because there is a lot of people that don't have an in- don't have sufficient income right now that are just getting enough so that they don't do drugs but can only like do groceries will suddenly have like an influx of money and impulsive uh, behavior will be rewarded uh, at first 
um, which also means like uh, uh, definitely an increase uh, of ODing. Um, okay, this turns uh, dark really fast. No, but I like I've heard some literature about it. Was like that um, the home the biggest problem with the homeless is not money, and like this is one of the big reasons why. Mm. Was it the fentanyl foundation? Uh, what? Oh, the fentanyl foundation. <laughs> <laughs> I was also really I I I I regret that joke. No, I take it back. Uh, great. This is the first time we've ever done that. Yeah. Every joke about freaking Hamas and this we take back. Yeah, <laughs> no, but it's not no no fun. It's really a pandemic. I should not make jokes about that. Just great. continue. Just continue. Great. Just continue. Okay, so it's my 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 decision, you motherfucker. <laughs> um, um. I think, like, first of all, the prices of housing would fucking skyrocket because they can get away with it for sure. Um, so that's a big thing. And grocery prices will also get a lot higher. Um, so I think most people will probably cut back. So, okay, would you say this is just like a, a government check you get or this like you still have to work for, for like 40 hours a week to get the 3K? No, you get the 3K without, without even working. Without even working, okay. Um, then I think most people would probably cut back from work or work a day, work a day less or something like that. Um, uh, so that there will be a lot less productivity, which means also prices go up in general. Um, crime rate wise, uh, I, I imagine stealing would be done less, but it would also depend on how much other prices go up by. Um, and I think homelessness would at least to a decent degree uh, stop, at least be a lot less. Um, and I think, I think general, the general crime rate would go down a good bit because I think a lot of violent crime and, and, and things like that are, are well, it's part of, I know that a lot of violent crime commits, uh, contains alcohol, like 50% of, uh, uh, 50% of violent crime either has a person that is like the victim that is drunk or the person that is like committing the act drunk, which is like a really large percent. So, uh, if everybody gets like three K extra a month, I'm sure there will be a lot of drinking happening. So, um, in that case, I think violent right, uh, violent crime would go up, but I think also there's a lot of frustration and people, like living near the bottom, that um, have the most incentive to do a lot of damage or, or commit crimes. So those would also be risen out of it. But I don't think it would be a dramatic increase or dramatic decrease of the crime rate, especially not at first. Okay, uh, okay. and um, if you have uh, okay, what do you think? What what is the most committed crime? Um, probably like speeding or crossing a red light. Yeah, okay, but like serious crime. Serious crime. Um, would you say uh, a harassment maybe? Yeah, okay. Is that serious enough? Yeah. I think there's like a lot of harassment that happens. Okay, and second? Um, tax evasion. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. You right? Think, yeah, like, you think more than drug dealing? Drug dealing? Mm. No, okay, drug, drug dealing would actually probably be one because I know there's so much drug that goes wrong. So it would be drugs first and then... Um, Maybe harassment, and then third would be probably tax evasion. And I would say fourth is probably like assault. Yeah, yeah, okay, I think definitely assault uh, above uh, tax evasion. I do think it's a big okay, thing. Okay, like it depends on at what point it, it, you say it's tax evasion. If it's like, if it's like showing a couple hundred euros of your thing is already tax evasion, then I think tax evasion more. But if you're saying like, tax evasion where you at least are taking like a couple thousand then okay it like slides down the list okay i was even, yeah okay i was even thinking about like uh, giving up the let's say the black money that you earn mm, yeah, yeah yeah okay if you would say then then i agree but otherwise even with the hundred or thousand i don't think because i think a lot of people are really honest about it 
Yeah, I think, but mostly out of fear. But I also think, yeah, that a lot of people always trying to like squeeze a little bit extra out. Yeah, okay, but if you then compare that to the amount of people stealing, uh, let's say, uh, a product within uh, their uh, supermarket when they are yeah, scanning yeah, the right. thing, theft, okay, theft. Right, I mean, thing. yeah, no, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> but I get you. I think it's Hands creative. Up. I think it's creative. Okay, and last, last but not least, uh, if you have to commit a crime yourself, what crime would it be? Harassment to you. <laughs> okay. No, but I, and I mean, except stating the obvious. Let's make, let's make it a little bit harder for you. If I wouldn't, uh, or I wouldn't, if you wouldn't uh, be, um, okay, you didn't have enough money. Let's mm. say you need to pay the rent. Yeah. Uh, you wouldn't uh, rob me. What um, What would you do to, to, to earn that money? Just to give the uh, like police yeah. some sort of, an, let's say, right? I wanted to make a joke about an iPhone, but I'm gonna refuse that. Um, okay, so I have to. How much money do I need to get? Like my rent? So yeah. Uh, so okay, sure. I I get like somewhere in the realm of a thousand euros. Um, I have to commit. A but it's also not. I mean, you have to do it for to pay this month, but you also have like you're not sure how to get it like next month. Oh, okay, okay. That does change things a little bit. Hmm. Maybe like, okay. So it, I'm, my first thought was stealing phones. I guess mm -hmm. I think I think it's semi easy to take a phone somewhere. I don't know. I wouldn't. <laughs> I'm not familiar, but people leave their phone lying about and and like don't have the strongest grip on one when you're just walking. So and there you have more experience with. <laughs> sure. Leaving your phone. I mean. Uh huh. And. <coughs> <laughs> I, think, I think drug dealing would really suck to do for a long time. I, I, otherwise, I would probably do like scam calls. Oh my god, really? Yeah, I don't know. It feels like the, one of the least like horrible things you can do to like get money. Yeah, I bet a lot of people. I mean, you asked for for people commenting on the pod. I mean, I think this is the moment to comment. But how is your Indian accent? Hello, you are talking to Rajesh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. I think I can get away with it. Mm. Sorry, I need help with your iPhone. It's been broken in by Chinese workers. <laughs> I think Chinese would capture the call. Yeah, 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 yeah. Immediately refund it back to their account. Um, okay. No, but I, I, I don't know what else I would do to like earn money. I mean, I would, I would almost like. If it, if it has to be illegal, that's what one, one way I would go about it. But I would always first try the legal methods because there is ways to get legal money a lot more easily. And if real desperation comes to it, I'll sell online feed pictures. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I mean, and I think that is a great note to end on. If you want to buy Tom's <laughs> feed pictures... You can uh, find or, me on feedfinder slash curious comedy. <laughs> yeah, you can also find them on Kick uh, and on OnlyFans. But it is just... I mean, just choose whatever you want. We will also leave a WhatsApp uh, because you have WhatsApp business mm -hmm. this time. So oh, uh, yeah. for all your future business endeavors, uh, yeah. I want to see Tom in person or talk to him. If you want a customized Vajankel, hit me up. Yeah. Or do you just, want to know what a Vajankel no, is? No, we're <laughs> ending it right here. Thanks for listening and thanks for tuning in. And uh, we will uh, see you uh, next week. Stay curious. Bye.